Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, City Manager of Long Beach, Pat West, as we continue our 26th anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight. I guess for the whole show is the city manager of Long Beach, Pat West. Pat, welcome back to Straight Talk. Hey, Art. S tell us a little bit about Long Beach and the fact that I think a lot of folks think it's really on a roll. Long Beach is on a roll. It's fantastic. Again, let's not forget we're about 500,000 population, 52 square miles. We're the second largest city in L.A. County about the sixth or seventh largest city in California, about the 34th largest city um, in America. So just a lot of fantastic stuff is happening. We've got eight, I think about 11 cranes in the air right now um, doing all sorts of fantastic developments. Um, we've got a billion dollar project happening at the Civic Center. Um, half, half a billion is public, half a billion is private. Look what's happening at the port um, with the $2.1 billion Gerald Desmond Bridge and also their on-dock rail systems. And there's approximately $3 billion of private investment going on throughout our 50 square miles right now. That's great uh, that this uh, public-private partnership that the Civic Center is, uh, is following has triggered uh, substantial private investment in the surrounding area. We, we totally believe that. If, if the city didn't invest in itself with this new Civic Center P3 project, um, I don't think we'd see a lot of um, the private sector jumping in. So they're looking at us developing ourselves, investing in ourselves, and the private sector is jumping in and just doing fantastic stuff throughout our community. And Mayor Garcia led the charge for Prop A uh, a couple of years ago, which added uh, sales tax revenue to the city for infrastructure upgrades. And uh, to the surprise of, of, of a few of us, uh, that actually passed. Absolutely. May Mayor Garcia, as well as the council, has just led the charge for that. Um, got it passed, um, just a fantastic um, revenue source for the city. So with that, we're able to do um, a, a $150 million three-year infrastructure program that we're in the middle of right now. So streets and sidewalks and infrastructure and buildings. In addition to that, it helps bolster our public safety, our police department, our fire department. We've added cops. We've increased our academies. Um, we've added an engine. We've added a rescue unit for fire, um, increased um, the, um, the folk that work at the academy, it's just fantastic. Well, uh, some of the things that uh, we are able to do now uh, come from the, the Prop A money that uh, uh, has been generated for, for infrastructure improvements. And of course, as you mentioned, private investment has been triggered. Uh, and, and I guess the word is out that uh, Long Beach is a, is a place to come to invest and to uh, to be part of this uh, renaissance. Yeah, the word is out. We're a city that's open for business. We're entrepreneurial. Um, we were rated one of the top five um, business-friendly cities by the LA County Economic Development Council this past year. So we've got a brand new economic development department that is just knocking out of the park, dealing with private investors and working with folk to make their dreams reality. And uh, 
not to put a, a little water on, 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 the, uh, on the fire here, but uh, historically, Long Beach did not have the reputation of being a business-friendly city, that uh, all kinds of stories of going to trying to get plans approved and all and, and, and not reaching out, uh, that's changed. I've heard those stories. We, there's been incredible culture change in, um, in the community and City Hall during the past decade or so. Incredible culture change to be more business friendly, to work with um, our partners in the private sector, um, work with um, the initiatives put forth by our City Council and our Mayor. So a lot of work has gone into culture change um, in our organization. And Long Beach, uh, similar to other cities uh, throughout the country, uh, uh, is seeing uh, a, a return to the center city. Uh, there was, after the war, World War II and all, there was a movement uh, to the suburbs and the Levittown and the Lefrak City and uh, Lakewoods were, were, were built. And, and people enjoyed that uh, quarter acre and, and that sense of serenity after going through World War II and all. But, uh, but now there seems to be a, a return. The kids have grown up and people are selling those homes and, and, and looking to move back into the central city and cities all over America, including Long Beach. Well, we were rated one of the top 10 downtown turnarounds in America just recently as well. So we have some fantastic suburbs um, throughout our 52-square-mile community, but we are finding a lot of folk, um, millennials and senior citizens, that want to move and be part of the urban core. And you see all the new buildings getting built. Um, boy, about eight or nine years ago, we were hoping to get 10,000 units in the downtown. I think we're halfway there. We have 5,000 units that are in construction or entitled um, to go up. Um, and you'll just see where the holes in the ground and the cranes are going up and all the fantastic work going on. But yeah, we're finding a lot of um, renaissance in the downtown area where the density will be. And I think uh, uh, as the, the city has found in, in uh polling and, and doing uh, work in connection with the re, re, possible rezoning is that uh, in the neighborhoods, uh, people like those neighborhoods. They, they don't want height in, in, throughout the city. They, they want height in the downtown, perhaps, and, and maybe along major corridors. But there's a lot of, uh, a lot of love for the city uh, as it is uh, without uh, high-rises. Absolutely true. There's places for high-rises. There's places where it's not cool to do a high-rise. And uh, people love their neighborhoods. We love the neighborhoods. And we're going through that right now. It's been a, about an 18-year effort to work with community groups, um, council offices. And that'll come to fruition um, Tuesday, March 6th, when um, the vote is for the land use element. You mentioned at the opening uh, how Long Beach is the sixth or seventh largest city in the, in the state. Uh, I, I like the description of Long Beach as uh, uh, the biggest small town in America, and I think that it, it creates the, it, it captures the feeling of Long Beach. It, it does, but I, I think Reno has that title, but um, <laughs> okay. we've got a lot of titles, and, and Long Beach, it, it truly is, for such a large city, it has a small town atmosphere. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we'll be continuing our conversation with uh, Pat West after these messages. At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. 
we're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com, the port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo Tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo Tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo Tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo Tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo Tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. You can't beat Grand Prix weekend here in Long Beach. This is fantastic. My family's been coming out here for years. They come every year for the full weekend, but all the grandkids come on Friday. Oh, this is great. I mean, I've been coming here for 20 years. The racing, the rock and roll. The fans, the atmosphere, just everything about it. I mean, it's right in the heart of the city. There is no other race like Grand Prix. We're back continuing the conversation with Pat West, city manager for the city of Long Beach. Uh, some of the challenges uh, facing the city in the years ahead, Pat. One, of course, and Long Beach is not alone in this, is uh, unfunded pension liability. Throughout the state, throughout the country, we have hundreds of millions, billions of dollars of uh, unfunded pension liability, and Long Beach has its share. Uh, explain the dimensions of the problem and what steps will be taken to address it. You're spot on there, Art. Um, one of the big crises facing any large city in America right now is, is unfunded pension liability. So we're dealing with that. There was a, a huge loss in um, pension uh, value um, during the recession, and we're grappling to get that back. We're, we have a company called the Public Employees Retirement System that deals with many cities throughout California. We're their largest client, largest city client. Um, we were lucky enough, though, um, about the, right after the recession and during the recession to do two-tier systems to work with our 11 labor organizations who came to the table and actually adopted pension change. So we've done probably some of the most aggressive pension change in the state of California. So we're seeing now people come on at, at different pension levels. So as older employees leave, newer employees come on board. Um, we're going to see those savings um, in the future. Is, uh, is the number about $200 million, uh, for unfunded pension liability? No, I think the unfunded um, liability out there is more in the um, eight or $900 million. For the city of Long Beach? Yes, it's huge. Uh, and, and so how are we going to address it? Well, we're addressing it through PERS. Right now they are um, 
calculating their interest rates on what we owe them and we're paying that down every single year. So as the mayor likes to say, the, some of the times that we're looking at experiencing deficits, those deficits are created by paying down our pension liability. So we are being very, very responsible. We're not kicking the can down the road. We are looking at our organization. We're making changes. Um, we're doing what we can in our organization to fund those pension liabilities every single year. And the city, reflecting that, still has a, a very high uh, uh, credit rating. We've got a great credit rating. We've, we've not lost any of our credit rating. Again, we are a city that definitely has paid down those liabilities um, in a sound way while still providing excellent service to the citizens. But we read from time to time of other cities on the borderline of bankruptcy because of pension liabilities. Absolutely, and it's more than the borderline. Several <laughs> of them have crossed the Taken, border. Vallejo, yeah, San Bernardino, yeah. Stockton. Uh, projections of, uh, by charter, we have to balance our budget each year in the city of Long Beach, but there are predicted budget deficits in some of the uh, outlying years. Tell us about that. Well, there's shortfalls and we look at those. So we um, look at a five-year outlook and we have a budget oversight committee led by three members of the city council that we report to and inform um, the financial situation on a regular basis. And we provide a strategy with working with the city council to work on what we're going to do next year, the year after. So right now, even though we're in you know, fiscal year 18 right now and we're sound, we are doing changes in the organization right now to mitigate any of the shortfall deficits that we might have in fiscal year 19 or fiscal year 20. So we we're, we're always look at a three-year budget, but we also have a five-year looky-see to see where we're going to be. So we're um, constantly um, looking at our budget and what we can do with the city to balance that. Let's turn to public safety for a moment. Every, every citizen is concerned uh, uh, everywhere about public safety. and uh, the. The crime figures uh, ha have been going down, a very positive uh, uh, development. But Long Beach has, uh, uh, for years, we have 500,000 people and we have 5,000 gang members in Long Beach, 1% of the population, and that's kind of stuck with us for a long time. How, how do we try and change that? Well, let's look at what's happening in public safety. Um, Chief Luna has just done a fantastic job. Crime is down. We have the lowest number of murders this past year in recorded history. Yes. Recorded history, that's pretty significant. Um, we have um, a clean website right now where anybody can go to and, and monitor our part one crimes or what's happening in the neighborhoods and things like that. We have a public safety committee led by council members that review this um, all the time. So I think um, our issues right now, um, I don't think we have 5,000 gang members, but I think the team has done a great job dealing with that and dealing with what's happening in our neighborhoods. We're paying a lot of attention to legislation, Prop 47, and what's happening um, in our community um, where people, we have repeat offenders, repeat offenders, repeat offenders, um, things like that. Well, uh, th there are a lot of efforts being made to uh, uh, address the situation, but uh, but it, this is a sticky, uh, a sticky problem. It, it doesn't seem to go away, and uh, uh, we need to uh, somehow put more resources into uh, uh, helping our youth. Well, crime is going down, and we've added 30 cops this year. Uh, by taking over the metro stations, um, we've added 17 police officers, and they work metro right now. So all the stations in Long Beach have a um, Long Beach police officer assigned to them um, and work the stations to prevent people from coming and into we, Long and Beach. And we, we get uh, funding, do we not, from the, from the county for, for 
taking over that responsibility. Yes, and one of the big um, boons that we've had recently is Mayor Robert Garcia has been elected to the MTA, the board that's called Metro. So he's had a significant influence in awarding the contract to the city of Long Beach to get paid to put police officers on the Metro stage. Right. In addition to that, we're adding our, an, an additional 13 officers this year just to put out on the streets and deal with folk. Regarding keeping the kids engaged, we have perhaps you know one of the, the best parks and recreation departments throughout America. They're constantly in the top 10 or 15 um, recreation departments in, in America and do a great job engaging all the kids. Now, we, we just lost a very valued uh, manager of Parks and Recs. Have we replaced her yet? Marie Knight, she was with us for a couple of years. Yes. Um, she left us to go to Huntington Beach uh, for a different pace. Um, so we're in the process right now of doing a national recruitment to um, find a replacement for Marie. In the meantime, her assistant, Stephen Scott, is stepping in to act as the interim director at this time. Okay. Well, we'll be continuing this conversation. Thank you for watching. We'll be back after these messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Bill is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Bill Trainees. We're back talking with our city manager, uh, Pat West. Pat, we'd like to get up close and personal in this last segment. And uh, uh, you've been with the, with the city of Long Beach for 13 years, and before that, 25 years with the city of Paramount. Right. A lot of public service. It's a fun time. Yeah. Your son was a student of mine. Your son-in-law, you just told me, was also a student of That's mine. That's right. So, go uh, Beach. Go Beach, absolutely. Um, what is it about public service that, uh, that has attracted you to the field? Oh, it, it's just a, a passionate job. It's a, you make a, a difference in people's lives in, in a community. You work um, with just a, a system in place um, with elected officials that work with um, at higher professionals to help deal with the city. The city council steers the ship on where they want it to go, and we try to implement their policies. And it's just fantastic. In the morning, you could be dealing with uh, 10, 15 million dollar bond issue and in the afternoon you're dealing with chickens. And Long Beach with a world-class port 
and with an airport. I mean, you have all of the problems of a major city, even though we're uh, a small town quality to our it's city. It's a fantastic place. We're developing 90 acres at Douglas Park right now by the airport. Um, the Long Beach Exchange is going up there for new restaurants and retail. Um, the aquarium's expanding with Pacific Visions, a $53 um, million dollar expansion. P-Station 2nd is going to have some of the greatest retail that you'll see this side of South Coast Plaza. Um, there's just fantastic stuff that is happening. And the Olympics are coming in 2028. The Olympics are coming to town. We have six or seven events? We have six events um, in 2028. We have water polo. We have open water swimming. We have triathlon. We have sailing. We have BMX. Wow. And wow. we have team handball. Wow. We'll have the second largest um, Olympic village um, in L.A. County when they get here in 2028. You know, we've had the, the privilege and the honor of interviewing uh, a number of Olympians over the years, and I'm always uh, in awe of someone who makes that kind of sacrifice to become that good in anything, uh, no less the, in the Olympics. Uh, but several of them have commented to me that one of the reasons uh, for their success was the support of the city of Long Beach. That, uh, and we graduate more Olympians than virtually any city in America. It, it, it just amazes me. And uh, they attribute, in part, the success to the support of the community. That, that's absolutely true. Um, we're known as the Aquatics Capital of America. We have more swimmers and water polo players than any place in the country. Um, cyclists as well. Tony Cruz works for us. He's an Olympian. Um, you know, done every tour in the world, in sure. Europe. Um, so yeah, we, we're known for that. And it, we're just an outdoor, livable city. What do you see as the major challenges ahead, both for Long Beach and perhaps for the state and the country? I think there's no question that it's homelessness. Homelessness is the biggest issue facing any large city in America right now. I think we're being as aggressive as we can dealing with this. We have more programs, spend more money than any city in, um, in California right now. Let me just play devil's advocate. As we put in these, place these programs, doesn't the word get out that Long Beach is the place to go if you're homeless and uh, it becomes self-defeating that more and more homeless are attracted? Well, we do a biannual count, and the homeless population has gone down significantly for the past eight years in a row. This year, we dropped 21% in our homeless population. We dropped 25% in our chronic homelessness. So we have so many programs to get people into housing, whether it's Section 8 vouchers, whether it's the villages at Cabrillo, arguably the largest veterans homeless shelter in America. Yes. We also have our own homeless elementary school. But one of our big struggles is to work with our neighbors. There's 88 cities in LA County, and there's probably only a half a dozen that are taking this as seriously as we are. So imagine if all of those cities did the same thing, I think that would um, really make a dent. And Supervisor Hahn supported a measure uh, to provide funding uh, through a tax county tax for the homeless. Measure H, Supervisor Hahn has been fantastic to Long Beach. We're one of the only cities in California that has a health department, but within our health department, we're one of the only cities in California that has a homeless bureau. So we have a, a manager of homeless activities um, in our city, and they work closely with the supervisor's office to get the dollars that make a difference and put people into housing. And just for the record, uh, people have a legal right to be homeless. You cannot arrest someone for being homeless. You're the lawyer, that's true. <laughs> okay, we'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages.
There's a world of opportunity available through the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Would you like to move ahead in the field of human resources and personnel management? Sign up for the Human Resources Management Certificate Program. You'll learn how to expand your knowledge and skills and advance in this dynamic industry. For more information, contact the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's makes a moment. You can't beat Grand Prix weekend here in Long Beach. This is fantastic. My family's been coming out here for years. They come every year for the full weekend, but all the grandkids come on Friday. Oh, this is great. I mean, I've been coming here for 20 years. The racing, the rock and roll. The fans, the atmosphere, just everything about it. I mean, it's right in the heart of the city. There is no other race like Grand Prix. I think Long Beach is lucky to have a city manager of the quality of Pat West, who's been with us for, for 10 years and, uh, and uh, several more years in, in the redevelopment field. And uh, we thank you, Pat, for your service to, to the community. Why, thanks, Art. That's very nice. Uh, we have a minute or two left. Uh, what do you see as the big challenges? Well, we mentioned homeless. What, what besides homelessness? I mean, homeless, of course. Um, just dealing with um, the budget, make sure we have enough money to continue to provide the outstanding services we have. And, and again, 70% of every dollar that we earn goes into police and fire. So that's the, the largest part of our budget. So it shows the city puts its money where its mouth is, and that's in public safety. There's no question about that. That is job one, and we're doing a, doing a pretty darn good job of it with Chief Mike DeRee and also Chief Robert Luna. Absolutely. And the, the wonderful men and women in our police and fire departments. I know you grew up in Southern California, although not in Long Beach, but it, 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 it's nice to see uh, uh, so many of our, our residents and Long Beach State graduates and Cal State graduates uh, uh, feel a special bond with the city of Long Beach and want to serve in different capacities. And uh, uh, a city manager has a, a big, big impact on the city. Yeah, I have a bond. My, my father was on Eximino Street during the 33 earthquake. Really? And that's when he lost his house and they ended up moving to Idaho. Um, <laughs> he also was a captain in the Navy. And so really? I grew up just coming to the Navy base as a kid with my dad and my brothers. And we just lived on that Navy base with him as an officer and watched Old Town Long Beach um, struggle and, and with the pike, went to the pike all the time. So big well, connection. We're, we're glad you came back uh, yeah. eventually as city manager. Thank you for joining us here on Straight Talk. Thanks, Art. It's good to see you again, man. Okay. Thank you at home for watching. Please join us next week for the next edition of our show. Good night, everyone.
Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.